the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. In today's episode, we're sharing a presentation from MaxLawCon 2021. Keep listening to hear Paul Yokobitis as we share his talk, Fishing with the Right Bait, Scaling Your Firm Through Webinars. You can also head to the Maximum Lawyer YouTube channel to watch the full video. Now to the episode. Run your law firm the right way. This is the Maximum Liar Podcast. Maximum Liar Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. Thanks, everybody. Um, by show of hands, who likes doing everything for their firm? Who likes sitting in every seat that exists in your firm? Exactly. Right. So I'm going to talk about how you can use Facebook ad campaigns as basically rocket fuel, as a mechanism for scale to get you out of every seat, right? How you can grow a team by using something as powerful as Facebook. So the last time I was here two years ago, I had just opened my firm about eight months prior. It was me and a part-time legal assistant, and we did about 500 grand that year. Since I've doubled down, really invested a lot of effort into Facebook campaigns and scaled my firm to 12 people at $1.6 million. And as I sit here today, my firm is still making money without me. So if that sounds like a good thing for you, Facebook can be a tool to accomplish that objective. An important understanding in any marketing channel, any marketing campaign, not just Facebook, is that your ideal client needs your help. They are out there. They may not know that they need your help. They may not even know that they need help at all, that they have a problem. They may not even be looking. They may not even know who you are. They probably don't know who you are. So you need to use people and tools to reach your ideal client. They're not already in your universe. Most lawyers start in organic marketing. They start in person-to-person connections, networking, coffee meetings, lunches, cheap, easy, build rapport, build relationships, build referrals and or content, right? You're publishing blog posts. You're optimizing your Google My Business page. This is organic marketing, right? It's it's sort of first phase growth lead generation. It requires your input periodically, passively, actively, but you really don't have a whole lot of control over it. You just sort of hope that it works, right? So if you consider your firm like a garden, organic marketing is like the rain. It happens when it happens. You can't just turn the rain on. Rain happens whenever it wants to. And it creates a natural ceiling. 
because you're only one person. You can only do so much. You can only make so many contacts. You can only nurture so many relationships and publish so many blog posts. So at some point you hit a threshold of a plateau. You can't grow further based on that alone. So you need something to break through that ceiling. You need to start acquiring leads in more diverse channels, paying for them, right? Paid media, paid search, paid social. You're acquiring leads at this point. There are people who don't know you exist. If they did, you'd already be connected to them. So these are reaching potential clients that you're not already talking to, that don't even know who you are. They may not have any urgency. They may not be looking for your services yet, but they may actually still need your help without knowing it. They just don't know what they don't know. But they're not actively looking for a solution. So in the gardening context, this is more like a water hose. You turn it on when you need it, and you have direct input. You input money, you get leads back. Direct control. Eventually, you can th use things like audience targeting to dial in your ideal client and only your ideal client. Maybe that's based on very specific parameters. Maybe you're really niche down. You only want to work with maybe women business owners or men in a certain geographic location. You pair that with an irresistible offer, something that speaks to their pain points, their anxiety, their emotion around the problem that they have. Not the feature, but the purpose. When you combine those two things, audience targeting with an irresistible offer, you're fishing with the right bait. You're going to attract leads who want to hire you to help them. Facebook is one of the most powerful media platforms that has ever existed. It has 2.2 billion active users every month. Billion with a B. That's over a quarter of the world's population is on Facebook every month. The average time spent by a single individual every day is an hour. Think about in your day. You probably spend more time than that, right? But the average person spends an hour on Facebook. People used to look at commercials to be able to find service providers. Now when commercials come on, they pick up their phone. They start scrolling. They're looking at Facebook. They're looking at Instagram, WhatsApp, Messenger, all owned by Facebook, by the way, all part of the Facebook business platform, right? But the average user will click on over 11 ads a month. They're engaged. They want what you are offering. You just have to put it out there in the right way. You have to use the right bait for what they're seeking. Once you find that ideal combination of audience targeting with irresistible offer, then you can turn up the gas, turn it up to 11. It becomes scalable refinable, repeatable. You can schedule these campaigns on a regular basis. We use them on a monthly basis to add an additional $400,000 of revenue to our firm. That's how we hired. That's how we brought on three more people the following quarter after MaxLawCon 2019 and six more people the next year. We can bet on this revenue coming in because it's gonna add another 400 leads to our list every single month. Of that, about 20% are booking consultations. And of that, about 70% are converting to clients. And we know that every month. We can bank on that. And we've used that as a consistent, repeatable, scalable way to grow our firm, to get me out of every role, and to fill those roles with people who are actually better at it than me. And there's really no limit. If you know for sure 
that you put a dollar into something and it's going to give you $5 back? Who wouldn't do that? Exactly. It's scalable. It's bankable. It works. You just have to find the right combination. Why do we use webinars, right? What I just talked about, all of that applies to Facebook generally. Audience targeting, irresistible offer. Webinars are unique in their ability to get you consultations on the board. You're getting more FaceTime. You're getting more trust with your potential client. You're getting more opportunity to discuss the nuances of the problem that they have and the ability to explain to them how you can help them solve it, right? So by the time that they've engaged with you on the webinar, they're ready to move forward. You're pre-selling them. This isn't an ebook with just words on it that are sort of high-level solutions that you might be able to offer. This is you actually digging in, getting down below the surface, and actually describing to them how that would work. You're establishing trust and rapport, but you're also giving them a call to action. You're asking them to take action in the moment during the presentation. So while Facebook, powerful in and of itself, however you use it, webinars take it to the next level. Now, of course, webinars are most effective for the practice areas where you can define your ideal client based on demographics or interests. It's hard to do that with personal injury, right? It's a lot easier to do that with estate planning. It's a lot easier to do that with family law, immigration, bankruptcy, those sorts of practice areas. But Facebook, this is kind of the creepy side of Facebook, collects up to 52,000 data points against you. And they do that really without you even realizing it. In-app and off-app, they're tracking you. As an individual, that's weird, right? That's sort of the modern reality of using technology, but as a business owner, you can use that to your advantage. That's why it's one of the most powerful media platforms that's ever existed. No other platform collects that much data about you. But you can use that to your advantage. You can target, if you pay attention to your client, if you actually ask questions about your ideal client and define them by certain demographic or interest uh, parameters, you can get very narrowly targeted on these types of campaigns. So if you only wanna work with women business owners in your divorce practice, you can put your message only in front of women business owners. No other platform can you do that. It's like owning a highway, putting a billboard up, and only allowing women business owners to drive on that road. You're not wasting time, you're not wasting energy showing your ads then to men W-2 employees or, or anybody else, right? It's a very unique advertising platform. You're also gonna get very repeatable results. Like we know every, every month it's gonna cost about $10 for us to get new leads. When you know that, you can plan proactively about that for the rest of the year. For the rest of the next three years, you can plug that into the budget. You know exactly what your expense is gonna be for the ROI, and it's bankable. But you also don't have to waste time showing your message to people who aren't gonna be interested. Again, this is not perfect for every practice area. But if you can think about your client right now, and you can define them by what they do, where they live, their gender, their interests, if you only wanna work with clients who love soccer or a very specific celebrity, like immigration, great example. If you wanna target immigrants from Honduras, you can use audience targeting for only people who like Honduran actors or Honduran athletes, people that only those who actually live in Honduras would know about and not expose your message to anybody else. Very powerful. 
Running your own practice can be scary, whether you're worried about where the next case will come from, feeling like you're losing control over your growing firm, or frustrated from being out of touch with everyone working under your license, the stress can be overwhelming. We will show you how to turn that fear into a driving force of clarity, focus, stability, and confidence that eliminates the roller coaster of guilt-ridden second-guessing and mistake-making to get you off that hamster wheel for good. Maximum Lawyer in Minimum Time is a step-by-step -step playbook that shows you how to identify what your firm needs and how to proactively get it at every stage of the game so you are prepped and excited for the inevitable growth that will follow. Name the lifestyle that you want and we'll show you how to become a Maximum Lawyer in Minimum Time. Find out more by going to MaximumLawyer.com forward slash course. Successful campaigns take time and effort to create. I bet anybody who's dabbled in Facebook tried it once, it didn't work, and they gave up. It's like a fad diet. If you're not going to invest in it and actually try to utilize the platform for its fullest capabilities, you're going to be let down. It's like getting a gym membership, going twice, and then expecting to have massive biceps. It's not going to work. Every campaign doesn't matter which channel you use, email, traditional social, PPC, you have to tweak, you have to run different iterations of it to do trial and error, improve over time. It's iteration, right, refining. Your first campaign is not gonna be your best. It's because you're, you're testing new concepts, you're testing new messages. So you have to be invested in it for a few campaigns, at least, to figure out what's gonna work and what won't. Make it authentic. It's not gonna be an effective campaign if it doesn't sound like you. If it sounds like somebody else made it for you and it's canned and you know inconsistent with your overall branding, your potential clients are not stupid. They're gonna see the inconsistencies. And have infrastructure to actually follow up. Your leads are totally worthless if you're just gonna collect them and do nothing with them. Not everybody's gonna convert the first pass. You have to have a follow-up mechanism. So with the last seven minutes, I'm gonna tell you about the five ways that lawyers fuck up their own Facebook campaigns. And hopefully you can learn from this. Don't make it all about you. I can't tell you how many times I have seen lawyer Facebook ads. It says, New York's premier bankruptcy firm or over 100 years of experience in criminal law. Nobody cares. You're not speaking to your lead there. You're speaking about yourself. That's self-flatulation. It's a really good way to waste your ad spend. Also, I shouldn't see any New York ads in Raleigh. You're using the platform wrong, right? Not actually knowing your ideal client. You have to actually take time, and this is a common marketing issue, it's just not, not just Facebook, it just is amplified in Facebook campaigns. You don't actually understand what their problem is. You're not actually speaking to their pain points or the emotion that they're feeling surrounding their problem. You're focusing on the features, not the value. Nobody wants a divorce. Nobody wants a divorce. Nobody wants a will. Nobody wants a trust. They want the things that come from that. They want to be free of a loveless marriage. They want to know that their kids will be protected. They want to know that there's some certainty, some peace of mind in the outcome. If you're speaking about the tool, you're missing the boat. Are there any fishermen, anglers in, in the audience? People go fishing, not necessarily to catch a fish. Like my kids are seven and five. I bring them fishing for the experience of catching a fish. A lot of lawyers would approach a struggling fisherman 
at a pond and offer to catch them a fish. Even though I want my kids to have the experience of catching the fish, not the fish itself, right? I'm not gonna eat a bass, not out of my pond, right? I want my kids to have a good time. I wanna have the accomplishment of catching the fish. But many of you are the lawyer who would come up and say, here, here's a fish. Not the point. A lot of lawyers lack infrastructure. They don't have good lead tracking. They don't have good reporting metrics. They don't have any follow-up campaigns. They don't use their CRM. They just think Facebook's magic and it's gonna do its own thing by itself without any follow-up or effort. If you can't follow up on your leads, if you can't bring them onto your list and continue to drip on them over and over and over again, you're losing the value. You're not gonna get solid ROI and that's gonna make you think that the, that the campaign failed and it didn't, you failed. Putting all your eggs in one basket. Who's done their own Facebook ads? Did you A-B test? Did you run one what you thought was awesome ad campaign? Thinking, oh, great picture, perfect copy. I used emojis and everything. And then you went for broke. You set it and forget it. And just thought, oh, it's a great ad, it's gonna work. But then it didn't. Because it's what you thought was gonna be a good ad. It's not what your clients thought was gonna be a good ad. Good Facebook ad campaigns will A-B test ad sets against each other. If you're not doing at least four ad sets, you're kind of missing the mark. You're just assuming that your thoughts on the topic is gonna to be in alignment with your lead. And it usually isn't. And you're probably giving up too soon. Maybe your campaign didn't work the way you wanted it to. Well, shit, I guess Facebook's not for me. Well, I promise you that's not the case or else Facebook wouldn't be making as much money as it did. It means you didn't find the right combination of audience targeting and irresistible offer. It doesn't mean there isn't one, it just means you haven't got it yet. You have to continue to test. We've been running these campaigns for over two years. We still change every month what we do. This isn't set it and forget it. So you have to invest. If you're gonna approach Facebook advertising, you need to be invested in at least three months of campaigns because you have to test. The only way you're gonna get good feedback is actually running it, seeing what's gonna work and what isn't. If you do anything less than that, you're really not giving it a fair shot. It's a fad diet to you. Give up now. Save your money. That's all I got. Who's got questions? We still got two and a half minutes. What time of day is the best time to run the uh, That's a loaded question. Uh, it depends on who your ideal client is. So for instance, what I mean by that is, so you do divorce, right? I think for divorce, it's probably noon because you probably aren't gonna find a whole lot of spouses who are not separated yet, who wanna be listening to or watching or engaging in a webinar at 6.30 p.m. when they're in the same house as their spouse, right? So they may wanna watch it over the lunch hour. My campaign, 6.30, state planning. I want the after work crowd, the we're done for the day, active participants. So it depends, right? And that's gonna be the answer. I mean, that's a very lawyer answer, but it depends. You know, it's, it's about your ideal audience. Same thing with like immigration. If you're targeting uh, clients who are still overseas, then you gotta adjust accordingly for, for time zone differences. Matt. Yeah, do you, do you find video or carousel ads or like single images, what do you find working the best for you? Great questions. He, he asked, uh, is video or single image ads working the best? We can more effectively A-B test single image just because we can make a lot more iterations of it, but we also have clients that, that run video very successfully. 
but you're just gonna have, unless you're willing to invest in several different video ads, or vid videos generally, uh, it's harder to have more uh, ad sets to test against each other. Then you're varying copy, not creative. But, yeah, go ahead. How often do you run webinars? Do you do them all yourself, or do you have other training? Yeah, I run them. So, uh, um, Pareto principle, this is the 20 that makes the 80, right? So if we can bank on 400 grand, I'm definitely gonna be the one doing it. We run them monthly, we do two uh, in two weeks, so or four across two weeks, two a week for two weeks. But like Russ over here runs one a week, right? That's the thing is like, it works differently for different people. It's just a matter of testing and iterating. I still change day and time combinations. Two years later, we're still testing things. Testing the call to action, we're testing different uh, ad copy cre uh, creative combinations. It's always about iteration, testing, improvement. You're never done. You're just trying different things. We, we do them every week. Right. But I'm always messing with the time slots. Yep. Five, six thirty works really well. I've tried 10 a.m. It's been S or stop. I have to try again. Always just trying different shit. That's it. Yeah, right behind Russ. And then, uh, what's your call to action out of the webinar? Great question, right? So he asked, what's my call to action out of the webinar? So for people who are attendees with the webinar, we use a, a few different uh, psychological tools to sort of load the deck on the call to action. So we do uh, plan scarcity, which is basically saying, you know, we only have eight spots. If you wanna meet with us as part of this campaign, there's only eight spots. If you miss your eight spots, then you gotta wait till next month. There's, there's not a cap. Why would I put a cap, right? <laughs> Why would I say, no, I only want to meet with eight people, right? But if you're, if you're putting in planned scarcity, it makes them more motivated. And that's real, real-time verification because as soon as I say there's only eight spots, I can see in real-time, click, 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 register, 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 register. It works. Uh, it's a free consultation though, right? It's a, we call it an initial strategy meeting and we layer in a Calendly link to basically allow people to just book their meeting directly. Uh, while they're captive, while they're motivated, we can take advantage of that motivation. Maybe one more question, Stephen. Hey Paul, so for like, I represent a lot of businesses. Yeah. Have you tried uh, other social like this work on LinkedIn as well, or is it really Facebook? Uh, they're different platforms. They just have different strengths. But like, so you represent car dealers, right? Right. You can actually create audiences that would only include like people who like their trade association or who have a title, like an employment title of like either owner of, you know, a certain type of business, or you could actually layer in the businesses that you're actually trying to, to attract. Because most people will make that publicly available on their Facebook page. Or I would venture to guess, the only people who would like the trade association for car dealers in Georgia would be car dealers in Georgia, right? It might be a wider audience than is actually the case, but you're gonna hit the entire audience that way, right? All right, y'all. Thanks for having me. Let me know if you have any questions. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your host and to access more content, go to MaximumLawyer.com. Have a great week and catch you next time.